Hello and welcome to Questies Podcast, a podcast about besties on a quest to live nomadically. Join us as we talk about our daily lives abroad, how we quit our 9 to 5 jobs, and now are traveling full time. Hope you'll join us! Hello and welcome to episode 3. I am here jessica davis with Lindsay. hello and we have just finished our first world packers assignment yay and we have things to discuss so first i just finished writing the review for the world packers website for that specific host and um, I just wanted to say that overall it was a great, a good experience. Like the people were nice. Um, the people was, we worked for were nice. The people we worked for were nice. And most, some of the residents were nice that we took care of. I wouldn't say all. I wouldn't say, yeah, I wouldn't say all the residents were very nice. Yeah. So we have some pros, some cons, some things to consider if you ever are interested in doing this type of work volunteer exchange program um yeah and we're trying to tell you this also so because when we applied to this job like we didn't really know what we were getting into is the first one we got accepted to we're going to kind of give you some tips and tricks on like things like you should know like if they say it in their profile like kind of like if they're saying cleaning like even if it says reception work or other stuff you're cleaning honey like they're trying to you're cleaning you're cleaning (laughs) you're cleaning so that was the thing is that you know there were a couple of other we wanted to be in the uk for january because i had a wedding to go or i still have a wedding to go to this week um in london so i figured and we had to be out of the eu for some time um so that was kind of our thinking and it was kind of the first one we got accepted to so we kind of just jumped on the opportunity but um from the videos I watched from like world packers and things along those lines like uh what are the other ones woofing and work away and all that you really want to be aware of what you're in wanting in a type of volunteer position we were working 30 hours only had one day off a week and when I first applied I was like oh that's fine like I'm sure it won't be that bad like reception work you know But it was really tiring work. Like we were scrubbing scrubbing toilets, toilets, changing beds, and we were also making breakfast. um, And we learned how to make eggs and stuff. Lots of eggs. Lots and lots of eggs. Hey, guess what? If you need an egg made, come to Jess and Lindsay. You want it fried? You want it fried on both sides? You want it hard in the middle? Sunny side up. Sunny side up. You want it an omelet? Omelet. Anyone want an omelet? We got you. Order up. We got you now. Those are the skills we learned and how to really clean. How really to deep clean. One wet cloth, one dry. <laughs> That's all you need to clean your whole house, according to Tatiana. Yeah, so um, our host, there's a couple of things, and we can go into detail about our host. Um, we were in Liverpool. So the place that we worked at was a hotel, but it wasn't like a hotel that you would go to normally. It's called a private hotel. Uh, where they basically just house people from other countries who are already doctors, um, like in Pakistan, India, all over like the Middle East is where a lot of these people are coming from, some from the Philippines, Syria, Turkey, all over. 
Um, and they come to stay for about like a month to a month and a half because they need to study and take a test to become doctors in the UK. So the hotel was a private hotel that just housed long-term stays of all doctors. Um, and our role was to cook for them in the morning, clean up after them after breakfast, and then to clean all the communal areas, including the communal bathrooms, vacuuming, mopping, um, scrubbing, an oven that gets burned every day <laughs> by someone new, um, and running back and forth from one building to another building, doing it all. I think that it wasn't the hardest work I've ever done in my life, but it was not the funnest, that's for sure. Um, and there's just like a lot of other things. Like it, there was a lot of pros and cons. And a lot of the pros were just like getting along with our host, you know, and having a good day talking to um, our host's mom, who basically runs the whole hotel, who she's like the one who's always there. Um, and without that, I think we wouldn't have lasted as long. I think we would have been like, this isn't worth it. We love you, Tanya. Yeah, and I think, too, like, it kind of begs the question of, like, what is equal um, exchange. exchange for work? Because the room that we stayed in wasn't the best. It didn't even have a lock on it. I mean, it was Lindsay and I for a couple of nights, and then there was a new volunteer that came. Um, shout out Svetlana. Oh, she's doing well. She was, like, a 50-year-old in her 50s. I don't know how she was doing that Um, from Kazakhstan, but lived in Italy. And anyways, wishing her the best because we we had to leave early. We love you, Sveti. We had to leave early because I had thrown out my back from cleaning cleaning. and I'm sure like probably doing like stretching too much or something like that, too. But Going forward, I think that definitely always choose volunteer opportunities that have at least two days off because you're essentially an employee and certain, I mean, certain places will have like you only working like one or two hours a day or what have you. But this one was five hours every day. Um, Lindsay and I didn't have all of our days off together. And one of the worst, worst things that I, I hope that they can improve on from our review is that they would text us the night before, not even the night before, like literally at midnight, the day of that we were supposed to work, at what time we were supposed to work, either 8 a.m., 10 a.m., or noon. And I wouldn't stay up half the time for that, so I would just get up every morning at 8 regardless and then check my texts and then go back to sleep if I did have to work. And that's just, it's just hard for, like it puts it hard on your workers to even like have a life outside of this when we're traveling and we're volunteering, like we're here to have a life. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of impossible when you don't know your schedule right. until literally an hour before the next day. Mm-hmm. So that's what I have to say about that. Definitely make sure that you're getting what you want out of it. Because I mean, through this experience, we did learn a lot about what we didn't want. <laughs> and I think that that's also important. Mm-hmm. I would just say, Definitely do your research. I think that we could have asked him more questions when we, we had an interview with him, like, before we accepted. Yeah. Um, and he kind of, I mean, like, I felt like he was a little bit more. He made it sound a lot better than what we were doing. Yeah. There's a lot of things that we can delve into for a lot of things. But I'm also not really trying to say anything bad about our hosts. Um, 
I do think they can improve things, but generally, like, they were the most nice to me, especially when I arrived, when Jess wasn't there. I mean, I spent New Year's with him and his whole family. They're very nice people. I just think that they they have a certain way that they've been doing something for so long and nobody's really said anything to them probably because they are so nice most of the time. Mm -hmm. But like, I would rather be honest with them and there's no hard feelings towards them at all. Like I genuinely like have care and Mm -hmm. love for Tatiana. She was basically like a mother to me and everybody else who stays there. But regardless of that, like living standards have to be brought up for your workers, whether Mm -hmm. you're paying them or not. Like a lock on a door means a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of basic human things that we could use, you know, like, yeah, basic human rights, like, just put a, like, so we don't have to, safety, right, so we feel safe, and also, yeah, there were, like, kitchens that, you know, people could use on the second floor, but we had our own technically kitchen in the basement where our place was, where the volunteer room was, but it didn't have any functioning ovens. It had one microwave. Didn't even have a kettle. I actually asked for a kettle. And the kettle gave, that was there was broken. The kettle that, that was there was broken and it was like moldy. Now, oh, bloody hell. So there are just like some things that could be approved upon. I think that, like Lindsay said, they're really nice people. I think that's probably why they've gotten... I mean, all the reviews weren't terrible when we read them, but... When going back, there is a part where they're like, oh, you're essentially like an employee's there. And you really are. It's really like Loving just it. the mom who's running the hotel and her son is Whoa. in London traveling, whatever, barely ever there. So it was just kind of like weird situation, too, because then I was talking to Tatiana, who is, you know, we mostly worked with. And she was just like, oh, yeah, I don't get paid anything for this. And I was like, baby, are you serious? She works like literally every day of the week, all day, all night, for her son, for no money. And she is running this hotel. I don't know why she did it. got the answer why. She said, well, first of all, she's retired. She doesn't Retired in quotations. Yeah. Well, I mean, retired in the sense that she doesn't need money to work currently. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, she doesn't need more money in general is what I think is the main thing. Then she also said that she would never take money from her children, like, kind of things. And I'm just like, you know, if I'm working a full-time job for my child, I might be taking some sort of a Even more than full-time job. Because she was like, she would tell us, yeah, she would tell us she was out, uh, like, up until midnight helping with XYZ in the hotel and just, yeah. So I hope that for her sake that she gets some rest, but. If she ever takes it herself. Anyways, that is the first kind of part. What other things are there? Yeah, the accommodations I think can be improved on. Communication, as Lindsay said, would be nice. I think two days off a week would be, it would greatly improve everything, especially if you're doing that much work. I think for resting your body purposes, like that would be nice. Because like I said, I had hurt myself and we had to leave early and we booked a place in Liverpool. But like literally we didn't even do anything because we were so tired all the time from working. And the thing is, is I think anybody on World Packers should offer you at least two days off because of the fact that you are here to travel. You can't, we could never do the day trips we wanted to like to go to Manchester or anything, we'd have to rush back for the next day or we'd have to leave the night before if we wanted to stay out the night. Like, it just makes it really hard if, like, you are literally here to see this part of the country. But are you really when you're working in a place 
which isn't the best. Also, I want to say what, what I think we need to start doing and what I recommend for a lot of people on World Packers to do is when you're looking at where the thing is located, try your best to research if it is technically in a good or bad neighborhood. Mm. I didn't know until we got there. Like I could tell when I got there that it was probably not the best neighborhood. And then when I went on numerous dates with different men from Liverpool, they were just like, what? Like you aren't in the most dangerous part of Liverpool, but you are in the place that has the highest like petty crimes. Cause there's a lot of drug addicts around a lot of homeless people. A lot of people like could just like steal your, you're not allowed to walk at night around there basically is what I was told. So I highly, highly, highly recommend for you to look into the exact area of where you're going to be at because you, I didn't feel safe all the time. Yeah, I mean, I we like I said, we didn't do much and we didn't really go out at night that much. Right. So I felt okay during the daytime and everything and it wasn't like the worst area like Lindsay said, but... Yeah, definitely do more research. We definitely um, could improve upon that as well, but we didn't, and you live and you learn, right? So that is the tidbit. We lived to see another day. We did live to see another day, and it was, you know, a blessing in disguise for my back to hurt because then we really got to, like, be right downtown in Liverpool. I booked a hotel with my points. That's Boston. And we got to really experience more of the city than we would have if we were just in the little basement cubes that we had <laughs> oh yeah our cubbies our cubbies we were literally in holes in the wall yeah and we had a little like curtain, curtain to it section ourselves sort of off. but anyhow that is our experience with the world packers so in far. liverpool so far and the next one i will give props to Lindsay because she booked it and it looks a lot more exciting a lot more aligned with our values especially like for me like learning about permaculture and just working with the land and Lindsay working in yoga and everything so sadly that host canceled on us the day before we got there due to bed bugs so we did not go to portugal womp womp i would say too like before you're applying i would definitely like look into like what you want to get out of your experience and what you're interested in doing because I mean cleaning is fine if you just want to like go and just you know experience something and you don't really care then fine like go clean go make eggs like it's (laughs) fine but for me I had specific goals and I think the next two world packer things that we have lined up are gonna be more aligned with that I think especially like If you're somebody who's just traveling, you don't have maybe like a lot of skills that you can offer that World Packers needs. I mean, but literally there are jobs for everything. Like you could be doing social media for a place. You could be a handyman. You could be painting. You could be, I'm going to be teaching yoga for crying out loud. Like granted, I am certified to teach and that is why I am hired to teach this. But if you have like certifications or like, let's say like you have something that is useful type it into the search bar and see where in the world that they need that because you they they need it everywhere but if you're particularly not about cleaning up after someone if it says cleaning or cleaning in the description you will be cleaning like Mm -hmm. there's no doubt about it there's cleaning probably listed in one of the descriptions at the farming one in in spain um france sorry the other stuff also outweighed that part probably Mm -hmm. because like we're going to be working with dogs on a car like in a garden on a farm a lot of things you just have to ask 
you, you just need to be able to ask and talk to them beforehand. And you're always allowed to cancel. I mean, it might leave a bad review on you if you cancel too late. Um, and you can always leave. You can always leave. Anytime there was a girl who left before Jess got there because it wasn't what she wanted and she was able to find a place. World Packers is able to give you some kind of like sort of trip insurance where they will help you out for at least three days. But that's only for if you if the host like cancels on you or if the host does something that's not in the description because well, I yeah. had reached out to them and I said I got hurt on this job and they're like oh well you're SOL really yeah I don't remember yeah, I didn't know that. yeah they said they wouldn't pay so I was like well at least I have credit card points I can pay for everything speaking of credit cards if you are a credit card company who wants to sponsor us we are open for business and alternatively, if you want to pay off my credit card debt, we'd also love to hear from you. You can reach us at Questies Pod, that's P-O-D-D, double D's, because we're extra sweet, at gmail.com for further inquiries. And now back to our regular scheduled programming. Okay. Lindsay's on Tinder right now. But... <laughs> and don't be saying that like you weren't just on it yourself. <laughs> so this segment of international dating <laughs> with Questies is Lindsay. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about Batman? Well, well, no, we're talking about this segment. Is it? <laughs> um. Okay. Well, this is gonna be edited out. Maybe because we we were gonna tell we were gonna tell the people how the international day. Oh yeah, is. so are we gonna do that now? We just had a totally different. Topic I know to talk well, we about. did. Well, we'll do that in a second. But okay. might as well while we're on the topic of Tinder. Uh, okay. So we open Tinder. We open Tinder. Mm-hmm. Lindsay and I might try to go on a double Tinder date later if these in España, in España, in Granada. Granada. So, <laughs> estás listo, boys? Which means, are you ready? They are ready. They're not. They're not. Lindsay and I joke that instead of being a hoot and a half together, we're four hoots, but on our own, it's a hoot and a half, but more, you know. What I, okay, let me say, I say it a little bit better. We're hoot and a half individually, so together we make up four hoots. And I know that math not be mathin', but it makes sense because when we're not together, it's like we're missing half of ourselves. So, aww. Aww. um, so yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that is a little segment of international dating. More on that to come, probably on a private segment where you would have to pay to hear our dirty secrets. You would definitely have to pay me to share um, about any of these dates. <laughs> we have a lot of opinions on... Yeah, and I don't want to offend anyone. And I also don't want my whole family to know about... There's not all these men, by the way. Yeah. They're lined up, actually, at the hostel right now. Like, <laughs> lined down. Yeah, we're looking down the balcony. They're like, Rapunzel, Rapunzel. Anyways, <laughs> back to the topic at hand. Yes. Which is Liverpool, and that was, like... A bit ago. A bit ago, but we're recording it now because we've been... We were in a good place to record now. Yeah, we were not in a great... Physically, mentally, and now we're settled for a few days and we have our own room. Um, But we'll definitely be going more into Spain because Spain has been my favorite so far, Um, and I had a feeling it was going to be... 
Olay. Olay. But, um, yeah, so we're happy now. Um, so everything that we're about to talk about, just remember, it's in the past. And now we're in Spain recording this. So life is good on the road. Bueno. As they say in Espanol. Anyways, okay, so Liverpool. Um, first, we're going to give you a brief, uh, some facts that we've learned about Liverpool. Yeah. And I'm going to go start with the mythical Liverbird, which um, is in a, one of the buildings, a liver building. A liver bird is actually not a real bird, it's a mythical bird, but it's like the bird of Liverpool, whatever. Is it liver? It's liver, yeah. Okay, interesting. Uh huh. Yeah, and so the liver bird at the um, Museum of Liverpool, they had a bunch of like birds on display, and it's like, which one's the liver bird? There's a, no one knows what the exact liver bird is. It's so a combination like all, of birds. The Anyways, there's uh, the liver building in Liverpool, which is like one of what's considered the three graces, um, right on the River Mersey, and it's a really nice building. We'll send a link or something to. A picture of it but the liver bird there's like the male liver bird that's facing on the building towards the city and then the female liver bird that's facing towards the water she's the you know gets the sailors to come in with her lady feathers apparently even though you know birds usually are more colorful if they're males anyways <laughs> that's a fun little tidbit about the liver bird. You're welcome. <laughs> Lindsay, what facts do you have? Yeah, I got I got two. Okay, so lamb bananas. You might have seen it if you follow us on our Instagram. There's definitely some pictures of me in front of lamb bananas. Um, but I was not as big of a fan of lamb bananas as Jess. You might be asking yourself, what the heck is a lamb banana? Well, imagine a lamb with the butt of a banana. And it, so basically they were created by an artist to show like what our future could be like if like we continue to like genetically modify things. So it's kind of like a wake up call, um, but they also made it into like an art piece and like a lot of people like did different ones all over the city. Um, but also they chose a lamb and banana because those are the main things that are going through the ports of Liverpool. So whether they're coming in or they're moving them to another place to go through, um, lambs and bananas, main by parts of, I guess, Liverpool, via Liverpool. So that was pretty interesting. Yeah, Jess, you, you like the lamb bananas more than me, for sure. Yeah, they were just really strange, and mm-hmm. I kept on calling them, like, um, sheep bananas. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't remember, but, you know, close <laughs> enough. Anyways, um, speaking of ports and things like that, Liverpool, I wanted to mention, also has a problematic history, um, which it was a hub of the mid-Atlantic slave trade. So I have mm. to talk about that a little bit, just that it, you know, obviously is not great. <laughs> but it's a part of the history, and there's an international slave museum uh, or museum of slavery there that you can kind of hear more about that history of uh, the problematic history, obviously. But I just wanted to mention that because obviously there's... A, a, most most people will know Liverpool from the Beatles, home of those four dudes and <laughs> which it is yeah. and we did some Beatles stuff yeah briefly we're gonna talk about that later on yeah when we 
we get to our highs and lows. Mm-hmm. And but trail. yeah, I just think that it's important to kind of know a little bit more about the history. Yeah. Um, Liverpool is also just like a big port city right on the river. The Albert Docks is like one of the biggest tourist attractions, which we went to many a time. And it has cute little shops and the museum and what have you. And the, that's where the Museum of Liverpool is, the Three Graces and, and everything else. Also, another fact, there is a boat, the River Mersey boat, which I didn't tell you this, Lindsay, but you know, like how it was really cool decorated? Mm-hmm. It was like, like, you so mean, that's like, actually like, camouflage. I learned it when I went on my boat camouflage tour. Camouflage for who? Because, to, like, to, so in like the World World War One. They, um, the camouflage and, and pictures of the boats, it's like bright colors, it's like yeah. zebra-y patterns. Um, the patterns would actually prevent like the sonar technology from detecting ships. Like, wow. yeah, super Loud weird. Prints. And so there's pictures of like that kind of print in like the 19, you know, early 1900s. And yeah, so that's where the pattern originated and it, why it's still. Is that where we get the word a loud print when it's like a, there's a lot going on on a shirt? You know? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know what the the word history is there. Right, but well, anyways, Lindsay, you have another fact. Give it you to do. us. Well, I also want to say like we, well, I personally was in the UK for like a month and a half or almost like nearly like, yeah, like almost like two months basically. So, I went on a decent amount of dates, <laughs> and like we said, we'd mentioned in another episode, but basically, how I was going out and, like, extending myself before Jess got there was just matching with people on Tinder, which led to really cool experiences, but also some, like, uh, I could have done without experiences. But the funny thing is, is what I learned is that the Scouse accent is a very interesting accent. Like, basically, you could sound completely different from somebody who also lives in Liverpool, but they just live, like, in 15 minutes in a different direction in a different neighborhood. And I think, like, the real, like, Scot- or Scout- Scottish Scout's accent is very heavy. And it's, like, it sounds like you're eating. Like, you're, you have food in your mouth while you're talking. That's what it sounds like to me. I didn't find it attractive, but you know what? You live and you learn. You got to you date, date a scouse to know you don't want to be with the scouse, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I mean, hey, no offense to all the scouse no, 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 people no, no, no. listening. Yeah. Oh, but also, from those guys that I went on dates with, most of them who, like, where I felt like they didn't have, like, um, a really big scouse accent, even if they were from Liverpool, they would be like, well, I feel like I really, like, trained myself to not sound scouse because they also find the accent unattractive so it was like okay now i don't feel as bad for feeling this way but yeah so that was that was another interesting factoid fact fact opinion i don't know something that we're gonna start doing on the show too is just interviewing or not even interviewing just like inserting clips of uh people saying like slang things in wherever we are and so we had our uber driver uh record some little tidbits here i will insert is right, lads. Pause. <laughs> One of my favorites, as my family knows, is I call people salads for no reason, really. It, there's a phrase called heavy salad, and um, our friend Martin will demonstrate that for us. That is some heavy, heavy salad. <laughs> Anyways, heavy salad means, like, it's a shit, like, it's bad, 
essentially. But I have a pin with it on it, so. Um, yeah, like, heavy sad means, like, oof, that's, like, rough. rough. Like, yeah, like, rough like, like how I would say woof. What they was the heavy, other one? What were the other phrases? Well, we'll find out. We'll find out. I have them in my voice memos. We'll play them right we'll now. We'll play them. Skip. Thou art a beetle-headed, flappy knave. <laughs> okay, so let's go to some tips about tourist attractions, yeah? Yeah. I have one because I, you know, when you're in a place for long term, which is just a month in our case... You kind of don't do everything all at once, obviously, and then you kind of just wait. You just procrastinate doing all the touristy things, at least in in the case of us. Mm -hmm. And so by the time I was like, oh, let's go to Paul McCartney's house, (laughs) it was sold out for like the next month, which is actually crazy. I mean, not that crazy, but it's like, it was like January. (laughs) Yeah. And so I didn't think it would be like, you know, obviously it's not high season, but tip number one... Make sure to book your tickets in advance if you want to go to Paul McCartney's house. You can go to, like, the Beatle Museum and whatever pretty easily, but definitely book that in advance because it does sell out. But there's also a lot of um, free kind of Beatle-ish-y, like, things that you can do because, like, the whole city, you know, just, like, claims them everywhere, which is really interesting. It's like, this is the first place the Beatles played, and it's just, like five different places or it's like the Beatles have played here it's like okay they played like everywhere in Liverpool which is very cool but I felt like a lot of people like felt that the Beatles were just like over like there were so many other people you know who were famous who like came through there or sang there and stuff like that too Mm -hmm. but also like the statues along the water like that's a fun Beatles thing to like pop up and just like walk next to the the guy's walking. Yeah, you can go visit, like, Eleanor Rigby's grave. Yeah. You can go to Penny Lane and sign your name. You can go to Strawberry Fields. You can go to the John Lennon statue right by the Cavern Club, right? What go a, to the Cavern Club. What was that, our favorite Beatles coffee shop? Oh, yeah, we our favorite. Shout out Lucy in the Sky Lucy with Diamonds. Lucy in the Sky. Lucy in the Sky. So we... Yeah, it's just a great name. They really don't even, like, put... They play Beatles music, right? But they play other music, too. Yeah, like oldies. But yeah. I, I, we had a great conversation. We went there almost, like, every day. We were kind of in the city center after yeah. my the back. The owner's name was Lucy. Her mom. Yeah, her before. mom owned it, and then her name was named her Lucy and then um, her mom still makes the Scouse so there's a meal that you can get called Scouse like a sailor meal um, since you know it's a port city and it's essentially just like stew like beef (laughs) vegetable stew but it's what you get when you're there because it's the you know local delicacy shout out Lucy I had the great idea and Lucy if you're listening to this (laughs) to I was like you should get a wall of of pictures Pictures of like Lucy's throughout history in the sky with diamonds. Just a bunch of different ones. Lucy like Lou, her face, Lucille Ball. Lucille Ball, uh, other Lucy's. Oh, Lucy Lou? Lucy, yeah, I said Lucy Lou. There's other Lucy's, I'm sure, <laughs> but we don't know. Maybe that. a dog named Lucy, put one up there. Yeah, my brother's dog is named Lucy. Oh, so. yeah. We can. Look at that. <laughs> Everyone would be like, who is this random dog? <laughs> well, her name is Lucy. So. She's in Arizona, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, anyways, more tips about tourism. I'm going to go ahead and just say the ones that I've written, and then if you want to, you can add anything. If you're into shopping, vintage and otherwise, definitely head to Sefton Park because it had a lot of cute little artisan shops instead of like the main department stores in the city center. 
Also, I had a great time at Sefton Park Palm House and just Sefton Park in general, like the big green park, obviously. Uh, but it's really pretty and the surrounding park is filled with lots of people, dogs, buskers, and it makes for just like a great little walk and place to sit and read and, and I enjoyed myself there. Another thing too is there is a really cool bombed out church and it's literally called the bombed out church. It was you know, bombed during World War II. But it turned it was turned into like a garden type of thing. It's really cool. Um, I just love the idea of like making something out of destruction essentially and using it, repurposing it. We love to see it. And poor planning on my end because I got there and I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to the bombed out church. But they have super weird hours, so if you're going, just double check that it's open the time <laughs> you want it to be. And apparently. A lot of people that are from Liverpool and just like the north of England in general prefer to prefer Manchester to Liverpool, yeah. <laughs> which um, so, we got to see some of. Yeah, there's like one picture of me on some stairs. <laughs> I have like a picture of that bar we were at, and um, that's all we were really there for. We yeah, would love to go back to Manchester <laughs> if we ever make our way back to the dreary. England Maybe in the summertime. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were definitely seasonally depressed. Oh, 1000%. I was seasonally depressed, but also more than just season. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a lot of stuff going on in a our lot, lives. And, yeah. anyways, the weather didn't, didn't help. Didn't, didn't work out much. Last tip that I'm gonna say is that the buses are significantly cheaper from slash to London and if you are gonna take a train it is shorter it's like two hours versus the bus which is like five hours but it is more expensive on the train obviously and definitely book your tickets in advance because we spent like $70 for a one-way ticket to the train to London so that hurt my heart and it hurt my wallet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, just for reference, the bus ticket was like eight bucks. So, I mean, yeah. we weren't trying, we were going at that point, we were going to visit my family in South End, which is another hour journey from mm-hmm. London. So, we were like, we're just going to take the train um, instead of a bus. But yeah, definitely do that in mm-hmm. advance because you I can took, get cheaper yeah. tickets online. Um, but we, Obviously and I the took the bus from London to Liverpool. It was significantly less, but it does take longer. Like, like three hours, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't bad because like I was going the day after New Year's. I was on New Year's Day, so I had been up to like 6 a.m. So I was just like, yeah, a six-hour bus ride for me to sleep? Hell yeah. Sign a girl up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Those are the tips, those are the tricks, those are the facts, and mm-hmm. now we're going to get into our personal faves and our personal... Not-so-faves. So we're going to so start faves. with those. I mean, I we're going to start with the lows. Yeah, I hate starting with that, but like, I also hate ending on bad, so I hate that more. So, do you want to go first, Jess? Well, we kind of already touched we, on yeah. one of the lows, which is the weather, yeah. obviously, and, and everyone from Liverpool and the UK in general will probably <laughs> tell you that. Why did you go to Liverpool yeah. in January? That's a great question. It was, because, like, granted, yes, I am from Florida, born and bred. I thrive in the warmth. But I lived in Chicago for a bit, and I lived in the mountains of North Carolina. Like, I've I've lived in some cold places, but 
the thing about Liverpool cold is like it's it's that bone chilling cold. It's like that wetness and it's not fun at all. And then the wind. Oh, the wind makes everything worse. Learn that in Chicago. Yeah. Being from Chicago, I personally thought it was really mild weather until <laughs> the wind came and slapped you right in the face, especially obviously if you're going down to the river. Couldn't um, wear eye makeup for any minute because yeah. your eyes were just water. Right. At least that's how I felt. Yeah, so the wind will slap you right down, tell you that much. Yeah. We kind of had a lot that. of the we have a lot better. of the same lows pretty much. I mean, our next low would have to be with it wasn't our whole um, experience for volunteering in Liverpool, but the job we were doing, the thing is, is like part of it was our fault because it was our first experience. Jess had applied and we didn't know that like if like they had other things listed in a job description. And I think like our best advice is if you see that cleaning is listed, you're definitely doing cleaning and they're definitely going to try and glamorize it that we were doing reception work and that only came if there were like two other volunteers basically Mm -hmm. there so just the work we were doing was not ideal for us and the work schedule was also not ideal but Mm -hmm. I also don't think it's not ideal just for us I think it's not ideal for anyone who's trying to volunteer and see a place Mm -hmm. and work because most places want you to see the place and they don't just give you a day off Mm -hmm. and they don't just text you at midnight before your shift the next day of what time you're starting the next day right right and if you're traveling with a friend they you know I mean they tried their best to get a day off us together but I feel like they were kind of annoyed with it so just do your research on that end obviously we weren't the best at planning that um yeah but you know but you live and you learn exactly I don't hold it totally like against us like I mean I did the work I learned how to make so many eggs thanks Tanya yeah and Tanya was great we love her we love Um, her but and that was what made the experience doable Uh, but I do feel like you yeah, I think we already talked about the facts of yeah, like what need to happen, so I'm not going to delve more into it. Yeah, just know um, your goals, know yeah. what you want. I promise you there's going to be someone that will accept you if you plan it, you know, ahead of yeah. time. Um, as long as you are in direct communication with people and just being honest. So yeah, the work, the weather, and the, the backbreaking work. Just... Yeah, yeah, so that was one of my, my all-time lows. Is there a band, all-time low? There is all-time low. Wait, can Insert. we play? Can we Maybe copyright. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to sing it? <laughs> it's not. No, I do not want to sing it. Anyways, all time low for me was when I screwed up my back. And by screwed up, I don't even know what what even exactly happened. I don't remember. It was just like a a combination. I was I was trying to do my yoga with Adrian thirty day challenge. <laughs> and yoga out. And yoga with Adrian out, did you? <laughs> And then I also was obviously cleaning and scrubbing toilets and making omelets and... Not engaging our core. We were doing work that we weren't normally doing. Yeah. I was out of shape and I wasn't using the best form. I knew that. And And our beds were literally just springs. Yeah. The beds weren't great. And so at some point I was just like, you know what? I have to use my credit card points. Shout out Citibank. (laughs) 
for sponsoring us, uh, give us more points <laughs> for more free stays. Uh, and we stayed in the Liverpool City Center, which we were able to do a lot more of the touristy things yeah. and, and had, you know, obviously a better time than... And nightlife, yeah. Also, the area we were in was just not... A, it was a low. Like, being yeah. in that area was not fun. Mm-hmm. It, we were in Newsham Park. Sketchy. Which was... Yeah. It wasn't horrible. No, but... but uh, from everyone that we had met in Liverpool, they were just like, oh, this is, like... Not the best area. No, not the best area at all. Yeah. Okay. Those are our lows. Gross. Bye. Bye. Out the window. See you never again. See you never again. (laughs) We're past it. Yeah. We're we're in España. Yeah, we're in España now in sunny Andalusia. Obviously, talk about that later at another Mm -hmm. episode. But Mm -hmm. let's talk about our highs. Lindsay, why don't you take it away? (laughs) So, I would say my highs from the trip, like, when I really thought deep down to it it was like my going out experiences and like all the music that like fills up liverpool so like everyone knows well not everyone because i feel like some people are like oh the beatles were from liverpool but the beatles are like the main attraction of liverpool but the best thing is is like you go to these amazing places like these bars and these live music venues and there's so many other people like famous people who have just played there and there's so many people from not even just those live music players, but even the buskers on the street in, like, downtown Liverpool. Favorite. So I definitely think the highs of my trip came from the music that filled all of Liverpool. And they're, they're, they had a lot of fun things um, that we did, like, when we went out, you know? I would say Liverpool is a very fun city. It's a very fun town, and I can only imagine what it's like in, in the, the time when it's not freezing cold. Yeah, definitely. Um, they do have a lot that's going on, for mm-hmm. even being compared to, like, London or anything, but it's the northern, you know, yeah. area, and it's a different mentality. There. Yeah, and the it's a lot cheaper than London, obviously, but a lot of the people yeah. that we met also were talking about how the north of England is kind of like the south of America. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like southern accents is kind of like the northern yeah. English yeah. accents. I think and, like what they try to say is like, there are these people a little bit more rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're they're like the hicks. Yeah. that's I think that's what they meant. Um, <laughs> and that's my southern accent. <laughs> and we'll talk about that later. No, we won't. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind then. <laughs> Anyways, my favorite my highs one of my favorite days was going to the museum of liverpool and it's a five pound donation if you have the means but it was my favorite because i at the very top floor there's like a music section obviously there's like a section on the beatles but also as Lindsay mentioned other musicians that are also from liverpool there's like a whole little quote i think i took a picture of that was like musicians from liverpool aren't just lads from bands or something like that or four lads in a band or whatever (laughs) anyways my favorite part about that experience if you go to the top floor you go to the music section there's like this little bench and there's speakers on each side and you they just have like a playlist of music from liver like about liverpool from liverpoolians it's overlooking the albert docks and the river mersey and it's just so gorgeous, and you're listening to, like, some jams, and you're just having a great time, and I yeah, made... Yeah, some good times. Yeah, it was not all bad. It wasn't. Like, looking back at it, like, well, sorry to interrupt. It's okay. But the thing is, just, like, looking back at it, I, I remembered, like, a lot of bad, and, like, we talked about the bad, mm-hmm. but, like, when I really look back at it, it was, like, first of all, I learned, mm-hmm. never think back to the bad, 
learn from the bad, mm-hmm. learn from past mistakes. Still trying to learn mm-hmm. actively from certain mistakes. We are, yeah, we are, I mean, life is a, a learning process. It is, and traveling for now, I'm at five months. Mm-hmm. I'm at two. A little insert clip of hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you don't, or if you fail, try, try again. Yeah, if you don't, first you don't succeed. Yeah, that's try, what try. Oh okay. yeah, that, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, um, another on another note, yes. I did want to mention that I created a Liverpool Spotify playlist, oh. so I will link that in the show notes if anyone wants to hear the music that I heard whilst in the Liverpool Museum. Overlooking the River Mersey. Nice. You're very welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, do you have anything else to add? No, I think that if we're going to like sum it up in a general sense of volunteering Mm -hmm. in the cold January in Liverpool, if we were to have to give it like five stars, we're going to put it on a scale of five stars, I would give it like a three and a half. We gave them a three on the World Packers bag. website. Yeah, I think it could have been, like because it's the the weather. Mm-hmm. It was the volunteering Work. we were doing. But Only like, one day off. Yeah, like I think if for our circumstances, it's a three and a half. I think there are parts of it that I would give ten out of ten. You definitely need totally. to. Go. I do recommend you go to Liverpool. I just don't recommend you go to Liverpool In the time there. we did <laughs> and and do the job we did. I think right. there's there was a Buddhist center. Get, apply yeah. that. <laughs> oh, and also fun note: we went to we took some Buddhist classes. I went to oh, yeah. yeah with a uh, shout out Sasha. <laughs> Are you listening? My friend, person. <laughs> My friend person. Um, I don't that know I met. how to emote. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, they uh, took me to some Buddhist classes and Lindsay came along for some. And we'll, we'll have to link the Buddhist Center because shout out. They to were the awesome. Yeah. I we got, got a book. Pashmina. We got a five pound pashmina that's been a staple in our wardrobe. Yeah. And the, the books. Yeah. They like and the books. Yeah. You just had to donate and I got a book called Not About Being Good. And, and I didn't pick a book because I still hadn't read yeah. the two books. And that we I just had Overpackers. Overpackers United. Yeah, that's another That episode. should be Yeah, that should be an episode. Should be like a group. Maybe we <laughs> should start like Overpackers United group. This is one of the traveling thing close. <laughs> right. Well, Slindy and I also <laughs> Overpackers United, I think maybe that could be are the name of our clothing brand when we create our reversible clothing. Lindsay got this really cool skirt. Write that down. I know. I have a... Did I share it? Oh, you that there's an idea that. Google Doc. Lindsay makes fun of me because I have like a million Google Docs. But, Am I wrong though? But <laughs> it keeps me organized and you will thank me later for it. <laughs> Probably. Our host in um, Malaga also said that she needs me to make her Google Docs. So shout out. Janet. <laughs> yeah. uh, when we talk about our Spain time, it's going to be the best episode yet. For totally. Sure. 100%. So fun. Anyways, that is it for Liverpool. Buenas noches or buenos dias, whatever time you're listening to this. Yeah. And um, tango, tenga, un buen dia. Oh, Lindsay got the Spanish phrase right. <laughs> More um, about España. To come. To come. But we still have to talk about a few other things before that. <laughs> See. All right. Hasta luego. Muchas gracias por escuchar. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys, for listening. Take care. Sorry. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
thanks so much for listening and we will see you next time you can follow us on social media at questies pod on instagram or tiktok all right hope to see you on the internet ciao Thank you.